What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Disgruntled Podcast. I'm Lesson Dare, sitting here as always with John Gresham. And guys, we have a guest this week, our first non-military member. We are joined by one of my best friends, Bradley Exum. Bradley, how are you doing today, man? Uh, cool. Cool? I like I like I like So, for those of the, our listeners that don't know you, which I'm pretty sure a bunch of people that are going to listen to this episode do know you, let them know a little bit about yourself. So, so the people who aren't my wife and Wes's wife. Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, uh, Morgan doesn't even listen to this. <laughs> I, uh, I'm Bradley. I, uh, I've never been in the military. I've never been in ROTC, so I haven't served in any capacity. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't. I uh, yeah, I work for a company called Leaf Guard, and I sell gutters. That's right. uh, about that's about all there is to know about me. Boom! That's um, the podcast. We're done. That's it. <laughs> so, mistake me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure a while back ago you were t- considering going into the Air Force. Uh, yeah, I thought about it. I thought about it for a little while. Um, just because I was like, hey, how can I make money and not do anything? And everyone was like, <laughs> go <nice> way. <laughs> so I was like, hell yeah. But then they were like, so you need to weigh 200 pounds. And I was like, oh, that's not happening. <laughs> so let people, let people know how big you are. Oh, I'm a, I'm six foot four, 310 pounds. Um, monster. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not weighing 100 pounds anytime soon. Yeah. Hey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. I, I tape tests or whatever. They said I could do the tape tests, and I was like, I was down to do that, but but uh, they were like, yeah, when they get when, you, when they send you to to basic, they're gonna cut your food and make you try to cut all this weight. And I was like, no. Yeah, <laughs> your 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 big ass ain't fitting in a fucking plane. So yeah, I mean, our first time ever hanging out, we drove to Athens together. That was yeah. Actually, I met Wes at uh, at church on a Sunday at the Fort Church, and then on like that Wednesday, we were at like a youth event, and Wes was was talking to people about wanting to go watch a softball game. Popular that, and and he was. (laughs) <laughs> I was trying to get somebody into softball. Bro, softball's <laughs> legit. <laughs> but it was. It was awesome. I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. I'll go with you to Athens on Saturday. Guy I just met. <laughs> <laughs> we drove over like to Athens. To a murder. Yeah, well, I mean, I was like, I could take it. Yeah, bro, he, I'm 5'5", five, I'm five, five, like 140 at the most. Like, this I'm fucked. military west. You didn't really. Yeah. I didn't know oh, shit. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I was like, I could take him if I needed to. Yeah, no, fuck that. You would have eaten me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, just imagine, you said what, 640, fucking what, 310? Like, I'm 5'5", five, five, 140 at the most. Like, bro. It's, <laughs> I can just push you. Yeah, like, it's... not even half his weight. Yeah, it's... <laughs> so, all through high school and everything, you wrestled. You know, we've we've talked a lot about wrestling, you know, these past couple of days, past couple of weeks. Mistake me for you you wrestled at point, right? Or did you just play football? I just played football at uh, at point. I uh, I was actually offered a, a scholarship to Anderson University and uh, uh, Newberry College. 
um, my second year, I kind of uh, went up there and I, uh, I wrestled their heavyweights and worked out for them. And, and they offered me a scholarship, which was cool because, uh, you know, I broke my back at the end of my 10th grade year. Uh, I kind of cracked my T10 vertebrae doing squats. And Damn, I didn't even know that. Yeah, and I uh, I wasn't able to keep wrestling or keep uh, couldn't keep uh, playing football or anything my junior year, and I uh, my senior year I actually transferred to Glenwood because I hated the coaches at Smith Station and you know I, I just didn't feel like I really had any friends there so I felt like you know I could try to, to go somewhere else, uh, which yeah, I didn't get along with those rich bastards either. But uh, it was they and then, so they didn't have a wrestling team so I ended up not wrestling. My 11th or, or senior year, and uh, was offered a D2 scholarship just by going up there and, and working and wrestling with them. And so I thought that was kind of cool and kind of showed me that I was be good at this, no matter what you know people thought. Yeah. So, how'd you get into wrestling? Just being my big? Cousin, well, no, actually, what's weird is my cousin wrestled at Glenwood. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Before Glenwood got rid of it, uh, my cousin Derek Webster wrestled at Glenwood. It's like a two-time state champion or something. And so I was like, well, that sounds fun. And so I went and wrestled and got the shit kicked out of me for about a year or so and figured out how to do it. And it was it was fun. Actually, the first tournament I won was the Columbus uh, Columbus like middle school tournament. And uh, I remember everybody was pissed because it, it's the hardest tournament in the middle school. Like It was one of the hardest tournaments. And I think I was the only one in my school – to, to win that tournament and that was like the first matches I had ever won I just <laughs> turned up beat everybody and won gold and everybody was like what the fuck <laughs> 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 they were just like that's not fair I just need to win this one <laughs> Jesus just fucking God I wish I would have wrestled I wrestled, you I, wrestled. I, I wrestled for like two years I should have I wrestled my I, what was it my Seventh or eighth grade year, and then my ninth grade year, I think. So I it was either my seventh and eighth or my eighth and ninth. But um, oh, it was eighth and ninth because I remember I wrestled one year in high school. But yeah, I wasn't very good at it. So <laughs> and I I used like the um, the uh, what you call it, the conditioning training. I used the shit out of that for getting me ready for football. And I mean to be honest, like the takedowns and stuff did help with like tackling. Um, yeah. It helped me to like more naturally, or or it felt more natural to when you know I hit somebody to wrap them up because, um, I mean we you oh my god you practice fucking what are they called when you drop your knee and, and I I know it's shoot. I know it's called takedown yeah shoot shoot um yeah you have to shoot so many goddamn times oh my god it. practice shoot all the way up and down the map yeah actually it's rich it's really really good for football man you know I've officiated since I graduated uh, except for this past year I've officiated wrestling and you'd be surprised at the number of coaches or you know D1 coaches that we see at tournaments I mean I've uh, at the at the Obelika tournament a few years ago uh, big tournament uh, Saban was there uh, Saban was there to look yeah. at three, uh, the top three heavyweights in the state were there and he was there to look at all three of them that's where he's there to go. he's going to get shit. his lineman right yeah. shit <laughs> well, I mean, we we were watching the the national championships for wrestling, and they're talking about yeah, like he can just go to the NFL combine and go trial for the NFL team. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I mean, you can go to the NFL combine if you wanted to. But I'm saying like, they're just like yeah, wrestlers, wrestlers <laughs> should just go play any fucking sport they want. It's like Jesus well, Christ. I mean, I, don't quote me on that. I think I think it costs money, and I think you do have to have like some sort of. I, I could be wrong. I mean. 
I mean, I know the Falcons, like, I mean, teams have tryouts all the time. I mean, yeah. I, my dad went to a Falcons trial sometime <laughs> to try out for a kicker because he played soccer for, like, I mean, he was, he could have gone to college for it, and he tried out for a fucking kicker. That's Damn. awesome. <laughs> yeah, fuck, you, Wes, just, I'm telling you, go out for the Cubs. Dude, no, short, white guy that's kind of athletic, boom, slight receiver for the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Well, that's, no, Belichick up. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if he tried out for like pro sports and something like that, but I mean, you can always just go to the Olympic trials. Yeah, fuck it. Oh, yeah, there you go. Just learn wrestling and just go to the Olympic trials. <laughs> just go, huh? We're all getting there. You're like, I'm blessed. Yeah, my first match is good at Spencer Lee. You know, two torn ACLs winning a national yeah. championship. You know, yeah, no big deal. Get you, get you a couple Easy. classes on Greco-Roman wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Head off to the Olympics. It's <laughs> too easy. Hey you're, hey, you're losing time there later on this year. All right, you know what? I'll see y'all later. Y'all finish this episode. I got, I got some. Uh, <laughs> I got some shit to do. <laughs> Go grab my son. <laughs> uh, your son's gonna be an amazing wrestler, bro. I'm trying. I'm trying to find something around here that will start him at two, but nobody will start a kid wrestling at two. You have really? Okay, where's my videos? You got dogs of various right sizes that'll shoot on the dogs. Right? <laughs> you got dogs of various sizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? That's all I gotta do. I got a seventy eight pound dog. You can use that one. Bro, I mean my my um pit boxer mix, I think she is something like that. She's about seventy eight pounds, so shit. Yeah, I got a uh what is it? A I got a light middle and heavyweight. Yeah. <laughs> a light middle and a heavyweight dog. <laughs> Dude, he's going to be fucking fierce. I told Morgan, because I know a really good uh, wrestling family in New Jersey, that I'm down to drive to New Jersey to fucking get him some training. It's one of the best wrestling states in the country, man. Yeah. Oh, those guys are good over there. Yeah, I mean, our buddy Matt Josco, he was the first one ever to get 100 wins in his high school. Man. Yeah, he, he easily probably could have at least made it to the Olympic trials. That's awesome. I got a kid that I went to high school with now that's – uh I mean, he's on his way to, to being in the UFC one day, man. I don't, I don't know if you guys know. Uh, his name's Tim Hester. Oh, yeah. He's, a, he's, he's, he's out here fighting. He's been fighting for about two years now, and um, he hasn't lost. He, he has Damn. a belt of whatever, uh, you know, pro, smaller pro sanction that he's in right now. He's got the belt. Uh, so, I mean, it's awesome. He's, he's if, uh, if you're in Columbus still, or whoever's in Columbus that listens to this, I mean, he trains at, at Bad Apple MMA. They've actually got a guy who – Fights for Bellator there, and uh, and a pair up a boxing guy there. So hey, yeah, that's pretty oh, cool. Oh yeah, man. old Paige Van Zant's doing that now. Yeah, she got her ass kicked. Nah, that first fight she had was actually really yeah, good. She can't fight. Who cares? She's hot. <laughs> that's literally the only <laughs> thing keeping her in any business right now. No, she's I mean, not bad. Bro, she is not good. Not good. <laughs> yeah. so, she won her first. She won her first fight, and then I think it was like her third or fourth fight. She should have won. Like she broke her hand in that fight, she should have won it, but she lost in decision. So she won. She's won one fight. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, out of like and bare four. Knuckle, yeah, at least. No, she's only had one fight in bare knuckle. Yeah. Oh she got, wait. She, she lost. Won one out of four fights in total. She's only it, had four fights in total. In the UFC, and then she's had one in bare knuckle. It really seems like she's fought more than that. She, she hasn't had that many fights. She used to be posting nude pics on Instagram so she gets. Know her. Yeah, bro, she's got that. She's got that, that fan site the now. Only fans. Yeah, but it's fans. not. But it's not Paige only fans. Van Zandt. Yeah, Paige Van Zandt. 
I saw someone. So yeah, we're I promoting other people's shit. They're going to make money. I we ain't know, even I making know. money on this shit. Uh, yeah, we're not a sponsor, not a sponsor. <laughs> I, apparently, if you say not a sponsor, it works. All right, perfect. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I follow her on Instagram, and I saw someone commented and said, don't even buy her only fans. It's not worth it. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, this guy. Oh man! I had to take one for the team. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah right, no, bro. I'm sure plenty of people are taking one for the team. Speaking of only, <laughs> oh, I know where I know where you're going, Wes. Speaking Just go of ahead. OnlyFans, Just go ahead. Oh, oh, bad baby, catch me outside, girl, whatever. Every single one of them, every single one that bought a subscription, bro, on a fucking watch list, bro. Yes. She yes. made a million dollars the first day. She, what? Yes, a million dollars the so first wild. day. As soon as she turned 18, she made that shit. So, dude, people I are some know, fucking... That's what I'm saying. Like, like, so people prior to her doing that were like... Can't I'm wait. Like, Can't like, wait. I'm waiting. Yeah, <laughs> like, like fuck, dude. Hey, bro, pick up a water bottle. <laughs> Thirsty as fuck. Holy shit. <laughs> as you pick up a water bottle? I did. <laughs> yeah, dude, I saw that shit. Oh, I was like, man. fuck. I'm thinking about making it OnlyFans, dude. <laughs> I'll subscribe. It, it doesn't have to, Who says it has to be nude pictures? Well, originally, OnlyFans started to just be like, it's just like whatever exclusive the fuck. content. Yeah, just, yeah, exclusive content. Yeah. So kind of like Patreon. Um, Patreon. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's Patreon, but all of a sudden, titties took over. It. <laughs> and, <laughs> a powerful thing on Earth. So. Well, I think, I mean... I, Something about the name, I'm not going to lie, the name kind of gives it that kind of vibe for some reason. Well, but I because. Think that may only because of what it's tied to. Yeah, because of what it turned into. Because <laughs> honestly, when I heard about Patreon before, like, I got into podcasting, before I got into anything really, like, I don't mean anything, but like, <laughs> I don't know, a few years ago, um, when, I, when I first heard about Patreon, I was like, this seems like a... It was, I, I don't remember what we had at the time because, I mean, we've had shit like this for years now. But See, now I've never heard of it till now. Websites basically dedicated to it. Yeah. Um, right. No, because, I mean, Snapchat, I think, was doing a thing like a couple, few years ago that where, like, you could pay to subscribe to, like, people's stories. Well, yeah, they got, like, premium Snapchats now and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got, yeah, so they got all that shit. But I just don't understand, like, actually, it's funny, me and Jenna were actually talking about this, like, a few nights ago. Why do people pay for porn? Like, oh, I don't... insane to me. They do. Like, most of these porn stars have OnlyFans now. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> you do every position in the first video. <laughs> like, what else do I need to see? <laughs> wrong though I, I mean <laughs> uh, okay so i can tell you right now what it has to do with because i see this a lot in the in in the military you see um and, and part part of it I'm, i don't want to call out some of these dudes that do this because some of them do it because i mean this this is just the best way they can do it but like um uh forward observations group we've talked about them Wes, before yeah um, they do this type of thing um i'm trying to think of who else another another place i actually got some stuff from recently called choke for vets um they do these kind of things where 
they'll drop not a sponsor. That uh, yeah, not a sponsor for all these people. <laughs> um, so they'll drop these um, like FOG will drop um, a patch that they created. Um, I don't know how often they drop them. I've I've really just recently kind of gotten to follow them, but. They'll drop a patch like seems like once a year, twice a year, something like that, and the patch is like seventy bucks. It's like a, it's a Velcro patch, like three by five, but it's seventy bucks because for one, these dudes are all like operators. They're all doing shit on the day on a daily basis elsewhere, or they're doing training or whatever they're doing. But so like this is like a side thing where like they're releasing it every now and then because they've got you know time on their hands where they can ship it or whatever the hell. But it's that same exact thing where, like, it's that exclusivity. It's that, oh, I've got something that not everybody else has. I'm seeing things that not everybody else sees. Well, yeah, but you're also paying for something that everybody else saw just in a different photo or in a different <laughs> yeah. video. Like, it's just, it's not, I don't understand. It, yeah. It, it is weird. So, I think the weirdest part about OnlyFans is the local girls. And, and what I mean by that and is is so i actually was talking to Jenna about this too is that i feel like guys and the reason why local girls are doing so well is that guys have been wanting yep. to see these girls naked their entire life oh so yeah it's a possessive thing now is i finally got what i wanted and so now they just keep paying it and they keep watching and it's almost kind of unhealthy because <laughs> They've gotten the person they've always wanted, so now are they continuing to better themselves to actually go out and get somebody that they want to be with and marry? Because, you know, I mean, I don't care, watch porn, but whenever you, you know, you, you localize it to this person that you grew up with, yeah. it's a little weird to the, to the, to me, anyway, you know? If you find some random hoe from Texas that you, you know, I, I'm just calling her hoe because I don't know her name. <laughs> if, you, if you find a random girl from Texas, and you, you subscribe to her OnlyFans, that to me is a little different because, okay, she doesn't do porn, she's hot, you know, you want to see her naked, that's fine. But, you know, Erica from math class in ninth grade, that's, <laughs> that's really weird. Erica's not a hoe. <laughs> well, hey, I, I'm not hating on the OnlyFans. Not I good mean, for them. Those people are fucking smart, bro. Make that fucking bread. Good for them, like, dude. Like, Bad Bobby, hey, good, good on you, a fucking mill in a day, Fuck, dude. Hey, good for you. Starts. I'm gonna start uh, selling some uh, army, some army feet pics on OnlyFans. <laughs> oh no! After a 12 miler, dude, snap that. Mm, uh, all the blisters all over it, boy. Oh man, those <laughs> are all wrinkly and shit <laughs> from sweat. You didn't change your socks. Oh, boy, that's gross. Boy, no, but I mean, I mean, it's. The, the local thing, though, yeah, you're right. Like, it, it is different because, like, I, I'm telling you, dude, it is a matter of time before we start seeing some, like, s- some crazy stalking story yep. or that's some crazy saying. shit that's going to happen due to OnlyFans because uh, they were like, okay, now I've seen the pictures, and they're like, okay, this is cool, but then they're like, mm, now I want more, and yeah. I, know I know where to get it. Because. I mean, it's the same thing you hear whenever you hear about these uh, these actresses and actors that get stalkers and things because they feel like they know them. They feel like they're, they're a part of them. Yeah. So yep. they go. And it's the same exact thing that's going to end up happening with these local people. And that, that's going to be really weird. The, uh, the OnlyFans killer. Now, now, granted, I mean, never mind. I'm not even going to go there. Go. <laughs> Send it. Send it. <laughs> 
We need a oh, 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 Only fans is going to have us taking this episode. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> there you go. Okay, let's clear that up. Definitely, unless they want to be a sponsor. And yeah, then, I then, mean, hell yeah. I then, mean, we can, then we can talk to them. They make a ton of money. Saying, then we can talk to them. So yeah. people, if women really like dad bods as much as they say they do, I'm, I'll start an OnlyFans tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right. So oh, if you're listening to this, go in the comments and let us know if you'll pay for a dad bod. Yeah, we need to know. OnlyFans. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> OnlyFans prepared to happen right now. <laughs> but the Where's thing is, though, do? you got you got fat abs. That that's the thing though. Your your dad bod's going away because you you've gotten into boxing, you know stuff like that. So your your dad bod's kind of shifting away, and you got fat abs now, as we we'll call it. Yeah, but y'all still heard at the beginning of this podcast where I said it was three. <laughs> There's still something there. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, excuse me. So I literally just mentioned it. You've you've gotten into boxing here recently, you know. You've had what one amateur fight? Uh, yes, so, I uh, I had one that does not count. Um, you had one what? Uh, I had one that does not count uh, because I lost. So does um, it? <laughs> so it's not on there. So yeah, that's uh, how that's how that works, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what everybody told me. They were like, "Hey, man." But wasn't so, wasn't there something like funky with that fight though? Uh. Yeah, so the thing is, is I should not have fought. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I, I had only been boxing for like five months at the time, and it, really training for a boxing fight for maybe two months. Um, and I don't know if you guys know much about boxing, but typically people don't take their first fight until they've trained for about a year and a half to two years. Um, so when I got there, we were, when I was talking with all the coaches, talking with everybody, and they were like, yo... Um, you know, how long have you been training? You know, you look like you're in shape. You look like a, a pretty solid guy. Uh, you know, I told them, and they were all just kind of like, oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, they're like, so, you know, why are you doing this? And I was just like, I should be fine. I should be fine. What are you talking about? I've been, been, you know, running three miles a day. Like, I should be all right. And, uh, but, you know, other than me, there was another guy who was his first fight. And he was super nervous. And I was like, man, how long have you been training for? And he was like, two years. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> and then so I found out who the guy I was fighting. And, um, you know, he was uh, he was older than me. He was he was a little bigger than me, which is crazy. Um, Jesus. <laughs> but he, uh, so we, we were talking. He was a nice guy. He was pretty cool. But. He, he told me that he worked overseas for a while because his wife, I think his wife was in the military and he taught English, but they were, they were in like Thailand. So he did Muay Thai the entire time he was mm. over there. Um, and so, uh, he was like, you know, I, I told him, I asked him if he ever boxed before and he kind of laughed and was like, this is my first USA boxing match. <laughs> I was like, cool, 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 cool. And cool, cool, we, uh, cool, cool. <laughs> We went in there, man, and I, uh, I, I was, I was, I was ecstatic either way. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna do the best I can, you know. I had some friends drive up. My wife was there, you know. Her birthday was the next day, so I was like, can't get my ass beat. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so I went in there, and literally, man, not me, but not according to me, but according to my coach, according to even his coach, um, 
they both did really, really well. They both said that I, uh, I fought a lot better. Even other coaches from that were around watching, you know, brought me to the side. They were like, man, for a kid who's only been training for five months, never boxed before. That was incredible. They were like, you, uh, your technique was awesome. He was just like, you're fat. You're just out of shape. You know, like you couldn't keep going. <laughs> they, were, they were like, you, you kind of went out there and did so much in the first that by the time you got done, that you were done. You know, yeah. Like, he wasn't on the ground, but but you were done. And I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so that's essentially what happened, man. But it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I uh, I would I can't wait to do it again. I'm gonna take a little bit longer getting some getting some really good shape. Um, I'm actually in Jacksonville, Florida, for work right now. But there's a tap out a gym literally like ten minutes away, and I went there and I worked out for about two hours today. And I'll be in there again tomorrow. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, man. It's a uh, it's fun. Fighting's a lot different than. Uh, than anything else that I've done, you know, I, I've always worked out. I've loved to work out. You know, I've won a powerlifting competition before. Um, that was fun, but this uh, this compete this is a different kind of competing. You know, I feel like powerlifting and bodybuilding, you you almost have to compete with yourself more than you compete with others. I mean, it, it, you are competing with others out there, but daily, every day, you kind of have to compete with yourself to to not eat this and to to to, to go in there and do those reps. And it's the same thing with boxing, but but. When you're boxing somebody or when you're at these gyms, you have other guys there that are steadily progressing with you. And when you go to spar them, you know, you'll see if they're getting better. You'll see if you're not. You know what I mean? You'll, you'll, you'll see that gap. To me, more than I saw it with powerlifting, more than I saw it without obviously never bodybuild, but, you know. And so it's just, uh, it's fun. It gets that competitive juices flowing again from, from wrestling and everything, you know. I, uh, I recommend everybody do some type of martial art and most people I do most most time I do say to tell everybody to do jiu-jitsu just because I wrestled <laughs> uh so I think jiu-jitsu is and, and you can you can get armbarred and choked out Joe Rogan has said this before you can get armbarred and choked out a million times and be fine but you can only get knocked out so many times you know so and even that steady hit that that jab or that cross or whatever even if it's not knocking you out it's it's doing more damage than than an armbar than, yeah. than, than an ankle lock you know so well, shit, I mean, you look you look at a lot of the boxers that have retired, and they're fucked up. Like, oh yeah, it's it's sad to see because I mean, it's such a it's such a a fun sport to watch. Any kind of fighting or any mixed martial arts is a fun sport to watch. But anybody coming out of that, very rarely will they be normal, quote unquote. Like, they they come out fucked up. Yeah. Typically, if they're not messed up, man, they're not usually a uh, <clears throat> a marketable fighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And people want to see knockouts. They want to see that brutal, you know, head down type type of fighting. But but I mean, the people who are considered great afterwards and are still doing stuff, and I mean, they're considered boring fighters to an extent. You know, I mean, at the end of Floyd's career, he was called a runner, and yeah, he and was. He's still, but. He wasn't. The whole game, the whole, the whole, the whole purpose of the of the game is to hit, and not get hit. It's not to stand <laughs> and It's to it's to move around. It's not get hit. It's a it's a point system. It's not it's yeah. not a power system. You know, it's how many times I hit you and how cleanly you don't hit me. You know, so it, it's the same with Canelo. You know, people don't call Canelo a runner, but he typically does the same thing. I yeah, mean, he doesn't get hit. He doesn't get hit. You know, and which is the point. Yeah. 
Which is play weird. The game. Play the game, not 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 play the not be in the fight. Yeah, this is the right. difference. I mean, right. he, I mean, like Stipe and, and Ngannou. I mean, he, his whole thing the first time was, was was wrestling him, and then even this time, he tried to wrestle him. I mean, it was I'm not I'm not standing with you. I mean, why would I do that? It's stupid. Same with Derek Brunson and Kevin Holland. I'm not standing with you and taking you down. Yeah. You know. I mean, the, the thing is, like with Canelo too, he's got such good head head movement. Like you're, he's constantly, you know. Got his head moving, and he tra- he trains with. I, I think it's with he either trains or trains with Ryan Garcia. Mm-hmm. And we saw his last fight where he was just fucking taking blows. Like, yeah. bro, come on, man! Like, you want to be up there? You want to be considered the best? You gotta work on your your movement. You can't just keep taking fucking blows to the head because this is gonna fuck you up. Like in the, later on. I mean, yeah, that was the cockiness of him, man. He's always been faster than everybody, you know? Yeah. And he, he's worked with Canelo for the past two or three years now, and it's the first real test he's had versus an Olympic gold medalist. You can't just scoot out of the way, man. You kind of got to do some stuff. You got yeah. to pay attention and learn. So, I mean, hopefully he'll he'll learn from that because, uh, I mean, if not, you got to fight somebody with power. Tank. You're gonna knock. Yeah. I mean, if Floyd ever lets him fight anybody, then. Wait, is he he's training with Floyd? Yeah, he's he's under Floyd, but I think right now Tank is like facing charges for a hit and run he did like last year or two years ago or something. I don't think he's fighting anybody anytime soon except for the justice system. Well, shit. I mean, Floyd beat up his father-in-law, so I mean, shit. Hey, bro. Now he's running. Now he's got, yeah, beat up his father-in-law. Now he's got him under his wing. So this is my son now. But no, going back to the whole Canelo thing, man. If Canelo were to fight Floyd, like now or like once after, like while Floyd was still boxing, and after that first fight they had, Canelo would have fucking. I don't think Floyd would have stood a chance. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think Floyd uh, wins as like embarrassingly over Canelo, but I still think he wins. Uh, I think, you know. Canelo would not be the fighter he is today if he didn't without that fight. Yeah, I mean he wouldn't have. He changed his entire his entire style. He focused way more on defense now. I mean he he learned what he needed to learn. I mean that fight was the most beneficial fight he's had in his entire career. And I mean and they say that Canelo was like this monster and that he had had so many fights. I mean, he was twenty two years old, twenty three years old. Yeah, and like all, four of his fights have been in Mexico. Now I'm Mexican, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I mean, we know that they're not like professionals. They're just it's like coming from the Canadian Football League and say, "I'm ready for the NFL." Yeah, <laughs> or no, the, was it the Fan Focus Football League now or whatever? The Fan Ramp oh, Football. Oh, the Fan League. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know the. I want. I wanted to catch that. How long is their field, man? I saw. It's like it's an arena like, field. It looks like it's twenty twenty yards. It's an arena field. It's fifty yards. Golly, that thing looked like a child's toy field. <laughs> it was. Is it football still around? Uh, professionally, I don't know. Like Wait, the a- like Columbus, the AFL. Is it around unprofessionally? Yeah, Columbus has a really good team. Really? Yeah. Do they still do? The Lions? Oh yeah, I guess they still do. Yeah, the Lions are the shit, dude. I don't know, babe. Man, I can. I'm. I'm struggling just to keep up with everyday sports. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yo, okay, speaking of, real quick, can we get, can we, did you see that Gonzaga game? 
Actually, no. I was watching the Cubs game. Not not the championship game. The one where they hit that final shot. Oh, yeah. The buzzer beater? Yeah, that buzzer beater was sick, man. Hey, look, my wife, my wife. Not really into sports all that much, and she certainly isn't into basketball. <laughs> Man, I had her freaking out when he buddy hit that shot. Bro. I mean, she was losing her shit. So, yeah, so obviously you didn't watch because you look really confused. So, yes. Oh, yeah. So, who who are they playing? Uh, it's Baylor. No, not Baylor. No, Baylor won it all. Yeah. Baylor. Anyways, who, whoever they were playing was it? I don't I'll care. Think, I'll think of them. UCLA. You. Yeah, yeah, it was UCLA. Yeah. Yeah. UCLA hit a layup like three seconds ago to like tie the game. No, it was like one point. It was like, oh yeah, it was like three. Yeah, seconds. and Gonzaga inbounds it and hits a half court shot to win it <laughs> as time was winding down. Yeah, and and like there's the best. Well, I don't mean to say the best part. This, I mean, it's kind of shitty for me to watch because I've been there, fucking done that before. But there were videos of like all these UCLA fans because I mean <laughs> they were they were number eleven so they were not supposed to win. Gonzaga's number one undefeated and uh, you see all these fans like they make that layup they're like oh yeah yeah and they don't even paying attention and then they turn around and realize that they just lost and they're just like I mean yeah we're <laughs> they're just shocked we're both Georgia fans we can't we can't say anything. oh yeah no I'm yeah. Georgia Atlanta so yeah. <laughs> That's I can laugh at that because I've been there. Done that. We, we we've been there. So many. These are things you can talk about. Exactly. You got perseverance, you know. <laughs> perseverance. Yeah, well, it's I mean it's just like we we've, we've talked about on on here before. Military. We make. I mean, actually, I don't know if we've really talked about the comedy that happens in the military. It gets very dark, but we make we make fun of we make light of our shitty situations. The same thing. We deal with the, trauma with dark humor. Yeah, same thing. Uh, man, I can't imagine a Cleveland Browns fan's humor. Wow, they're good now. No, oh, yeah, I mean now. I'm saying, <laughs> like, I mean up until now, they. Whew, yeah, struggle, I love Struggle City. I love Dude, Baker, man, I love Baker. Baker. Yeah, I mean Baker, Bryce Harper. I love all of them. Fuck Bryce Harper. <laughs> I, I hate Bryce Harper. Love Bryce Harper. Wasn't it him that got sent down to the, the minors? Who got sent down to the minors the other day? Um, it was him, but I don't know where that came from because he's been on the roster since opening day for the uh, Phillies. Weird. Wait, they sent Bryce Harper down to the minors? Yeah, there was like a rumor that he got sent down. I mean, did he actually? I, I don't know. He's been on the roster. He was on the roster since opening day. Where's Jamie? We need a Jamie. Yeah, I Didn't he have like the biggest like like paycheck in MLB history or something? It's not up there, yeah. Why would they send somebody that's paying that much money to the minors? That doesn't make sense. I don't know. But no, I believe... Um, I believe so, because I saw it in one of the groups that I'm in on Facebook. Uh, everything I'm... Oh, yeah. Everything I've seen... Everything I'm seeing says that... I mean, he went back to AAA in, like, 2012. Uh, that might uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't see anything. I don't see anything for twenty twenty one for sure. I don't know. See this. This is where a fact checker comes in. This is where where Jamie I'm comes saying, in, bro. He was right, dude. We need one. We Hello. need somebody that's in the podcast all the time. Yeah, they, there you go. Bradley, you want to be part? You want to be part of the podcast family? <laughs> you want that girl, man. Get the help, man. You you want you want that podcast money? We don't get. Hey, look at us. So much. Hey, if you had fact checkers, you would get paid. <laughs> so we need you. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. 
So, like, y'all never have to ask you questions, but, like, what's your favorite part about being in the military right now, Wes? My favorite part? Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh. be a much shorter list to name what his not favorite parts are. The deployment. No, I'm just kidding. I've only done one. Um, I don't Wait, know, man. I, say, I just said that wrong. I don't know why. I you did say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably, like, the, the family and, like, the bond that you have with your dudes, like, honestly. Like, going through the shitty shit together. And then coming back and being, like, I don't know. Yeah, just the fam- the bond and fucking family you have with your guys. Okay. Okay, but that's yeah, cool. That's, yeah, that has to be it. That'd be, I mean, that'd be the only thing that I'd fucking miss. Yeah. Everything else is... I mean, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I do miss doing like some of the shit, like airborne op. Like some of the airborne ops were cool. Yeah, jumping out of planes is funny shit, but yeah, I mean, even the night combat stuff where you're like jumping combat. I mean, some of those honestly, like, if you're not having a rough day already, like if you didn't have already some city shit or like really rough PT that morning, like if it's just a a good day and then you got a nice little combat jump with a cool little mission on whatever. Hey, well, you know it's not too bad. But when you're out there for like a week, that's when it's that's when it's shitty. Well, especially when it's negative fucking thirteen degrees out. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like I didn't I never minded where it was like, yeah, you're gonna go on a little airborne op, you, there's a little follow on mission and then you'll go home. My sh- the shitty shit would be like, yeah, there's gonna be a follow on mission or or actually no, the best one was um when there wasn't a follow on mission, it was just go um it was you're gonna land grab your shit and you walk over and wait for the buses and then it rained all day (laughs) then we jumped then we walk over to the buses that decided not to show up for another four hours while it's like 32 degrees outside and it's soaking wet everything your shit's all wet because it all dropped into muddy ass water and grass <laughs> bro the best so, thing though they would give a they would give you fucking trash bags to put your parachute in They're like don't let your parachute oh, get yeah, wet like motherfuckers i'm jumping and it's raining like you, <laughs> uh, yeah don't you dare put that wet weather top on as as you're floating to the ground in the pissing rain don't get, <laughs> don't get your parachute wet like what the fuck dude <laughs> Yeah, it's a good time. But yeah, the best part of the military has got to be that that brotherhood that y'all were talking about for real. Yeah, I mean, uh, sports is the same thing. Yeah, I was just about to say that. It, it reminds yeah. me of that team and that that bond you have, you know, with your um with your team with your um, teammates. Like it's it's something that as a male and I'm sure females, you know, can attest to it too. It, it's something you look forward to when you play a sport is getting to. Getting that that lifelong friendship with your teammates, or you know, in the military with your, you know, your fellow soldiers, you know, your platoon mates. But yeah, you spend a lot of time with them motherfuckers too, depending on who they are. I mean, depending on, um, like who, like who they are, as far as like if they're in your squad and shit. Yeah, and you and you get to know them too, if you know what I mean. Man, you get to know some people too well. Too well. Well, yeah, that's especially if you're like a medic like me. <laughs> hey, medics were my best friend. I love medics, dude. I'm sure you found out who everybody was with. Um, yeah. yeah, I um, honestly, it wasn't actually super bad at our battalion. I don't remember it being super bad. I don't know about you, Wes, but like 
we didn't get a lot of uh, we didn't get a ton of like people coming in with you know major like I would say let's say STDs or anything crazy like that. I mean, yeah, people coming in with colds and all that stuff all the time. Forward, but, but I mean, like, we didn't really have too much craziness. I mean, it was mainly just injuries and basic sickness. But yeah, pretty much. There, there is one case that I remember in particular, and if the person listens to this, they will know what I'm talking about because they saw me specifically. Um, because I think at the time I was pretty much the oldest medic or one of the older medics one of the oldest medics there and so and he was he was an older guy from the battalion and yeah i do remember i do remember seeing him for some for some stuff that was it was <laughs> it, it was a funny it was a bit of a funny story but hell yeah uh, obviously i'm not i'm not gonna say nothing but we'll but get we'll get him on and he, we'll get him on and he can tell that story <laughs> oh well i mean maybe <laughs> we'll see we'll see bro were you were you still in the unit when we went to Indiana? Yeah, yeah, the little two-week trip where we had all the Indiana folk freaking out. Yeah, and I got shot in the lip with the fucking um, Simrad. Oh, yeah, that was that trip that you got shot in the lip. I forgot about And it was that. stuck there for like three weeks, and the PA was like, yeah, there's nothing there. <laughs> oh, and my dad, yeah, my dude. dad pulled it out, like cut me open in his kitchen and pulled it out and told me to go throw it on the PA's desk and gave, him, gave the PA his number to call him. <laughs> I, God, I, yeah, I think that was, like, my last year getting out who, or something, like, my one close to my Who was? The dude that was a PA was former group. Yeah, he was, uh, well, I don't want to say his name, because, I mean. You know who I'm talking about, though, right? I can't remember his yeah, name. Yeah, 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 of course I know, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, my dad. I can't remember his name, guy, anyways. Huh? You don't want to say that the guy who wouldn't cut the bullet out of West? No, it wasn't a bullet. <laughs> no, it was, it so, Sim Round's, like, little chalk, it's, Literally about this big, and it's made of chalk, pretty much. At oh, the yeah, end I mean, of it, technically it was a bullet. Yeah, it and so the pl- like it, it got lodged into my lip, bro, for like two, three weeks, and it's like uh, the the main reason I don't want to call him out is because he. Well, I mean, oh, I remember his name now, but I'm not I gonna say would, it. Would, but but this guy here can't afford that. Well, I mean, okay, so I don't know who I'm pointing at in the video. It might look like I'm pointing at nothing. You're, you're pointing at me. Pointing at <laughs> but anyways, he's still active. So like, Is he? It causes, it causes issues. Oh, him? I don't know. He may not you. be. Uh, but I mean, even, even, but you are for sure. I mean, I'll say his fucking name. Not, I remember his name. group and, and if he's a PA, he was an officer, so. I'll say his fucking name. I got connections. I'll say his name. Fuck that dude. I'm yeah, the whole point is the fucking fucking Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah I remember that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so no, dude, this shit was lodged in my lip for like three weeks. There was like blue chalky pus coming out of my lip, and I'm in there like almost every day. Like, hey, like there's something in my lip. I like, no, there's not. No, there's not. So my dad yeah, and, and I wasn't. Like, I was around, but I think I was out processing at the time yeah. when that happened. I don't know. And I, I do – the only thing I really remember from that was <laughs> was seeing, like, your Facebook post or so, or maybe it was – maybe it was someone showing me a picture or something. I yeah. Remember, but it was something of with your lip and you sh- – and it was, like, a couple days after everything had happened. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. What's going to happen with all this? And Bro, like, so, no, my dad, like, cut it out. It had, like, tissue – or, like, <laughs> tissue starting to grow onto the fucking – little plastic piece like it was like starting to embed itself into my fucking body 
fuck. My, my dad cut it out. For those of y'all listening, my dad was a medic for like 23 years. He, he knew what he was doing. He didn't just like fucking just cut me open. Like, <laughs> just get in there. I got it. <laughs> no, nah, he knew what he was doing. Pulls it out. Puts it in a Ziploc bag. It was like, take this to your PA. Here's my number to give to him. Dude, him and my PA had like a falling out for like three days just back and forth. My, PA, my dad's yeah, like. Yeah, I heard about And my dad's that. like, you want to talk to my first line? The guy's like, yeah. My dad's first line answer the phone is like, you're fucking retarded. Like, what the fuck? He just hangs up, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. And bro, I never went back to the PA again. He wanted nothing to do with me. He had somebody else take the stitches out of my head. Like, it was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. I do remember that. I couldn't remember. I do. I did remember it started with an S, but that was about as far Spinicchia. as Spinicchia. It was yeah. It was crazy like that. I do remember that. But yeah, yeah. I I remember when all that kind of happened. I don't remember <laughs> much from that. But yeah, I mean that. Yeah. That was craziness, and I do. I do remember seeing a picture of the actual thing. Cause yeah. Like I remember like it was the size of a fucking like, quarter. Yeah, I remember like. <laughs> I do remember people being like, oh, he's fucking causing trouble or ball. No, fuck that, that, dude. And then I remember, because I was getting out, and I, someone showed me a picture of the thing, and I was like, I ain't, I'm not going <laughs> to say shit. And I was like, I'm just going to keep going, because I think there was like a split of, I can't remember, but I think there was like a split of who believed who, but I, I don't really remember. Bro, all he had to do was squeeze. And he would have fucking felt it. Like, I felt it every day. And I would constantly, like, squeeze it. And, like, literal pus, dude, would, like, shoot. Not just, like, drip out, like, fucking shoot. And it was, like, blue and chalky. And I was like, bro, there, there's something wrong. It's like, no, it's just infected. You're fine. I'm like, no, there's something fucking in there. Like, get it the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. um, it's been three days. It's been two weeks. I don't have superpowers yet. I'll yeah, right? Like, fuck. I don't have superpowers. <laughs> I, I mean, also haven't gone into septic shock. It was 100% my fault because I should have been wearing a mask, but fuck the mask. I can't bring those fucking things. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been wearing a mask. Yeah, bro, so what happened was I was playing Op 4 for, like, these guys, like, assaulting this ho- this um, hospital, and I come out of the bathroom, and I shoot, like, three of them in the back because, like, they didn't clear where I was, and they all turned around. I was like, fuck, here we go. Like, they were all dead. They shouldn't have fucking shot, but, you know, when you no one dies when you're not Op 4. Um, they maybe five feet away, just fucking all three of them, just, just fucking full auto, bro. I'm caught like all the way uh, up, got like three to the fucking face, like bro, one's lodged in. Yeah, bro, it was. Oh, ass. you died. Yeah, oh, I died. Yeah, <laughs> legit. No, you're dead. <laughs> That's how it is, man. When you play, when you play the bad guys, like they don't. Alt four doesn't die for the most part, except for. Oh my god, bro. Guarantee Alt four never died. Uh, I mean, shit, it's just like fucking overseas. They're all cooked up on heroin and fucking meth. They don't die. <laughs> Unless they legit explode. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, we won't we won't get into that. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Yeah, we... I, I, that, that was a... That was a, a, a prime example of some of the... The bad medical practices that can can happen. But the thing is, now you can now sue the military for malpractice. Yeah, and, that, I I did hear about which that. Which medical has gotten a lot better <laughs> since that has become a thing. I oh, just yeah, I'm sure. the thing before because people would be suing left and right mm-hmm. because the army army medicine was like used to be really bad at the beginning, like. 
I mean, from my, I mean, my from my experiences, I was I was with my guys for a long time, and the only really bad experience that I really remember was that one. And then there was um there was one other thing I think medically that happened that was that was pretty yeah. bad by well, somebody in our unit. But outside of that, it wasn't too bad where I was at. But a lot of the a lot of the stuff you're gonna hear about is gonna be hospital shit. It's yeah. gonna be people not getting treated correctly in the hospital. Prime prime example. I sat in the ER for two hours with blood pouring out of my head and all they do is just like wrap my head and sat me down for two hours before they called me back as an an outsider i don't know if i'm just naive or or (laughs) like i feel like it's it's marketed that like everything in the military is supposed to be much much better than everything civilian like i know it's not because of all my friends in the military but like it doesn't make sense it doesn't yeah, no. When you when you hear the commercials talk about this is military grade, don't 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 buy anything that's military grade. I mean, there there's a line to be drawn. Well, I mean, honestly, anybody that is going to use the term military grade, chances are it's not actually military grade, anyways, because it wouldn't work. Well, no, it's not even that. Like, like you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't need to say that. You would just. Tell me how tough it is. Like, just tell me what it can last yeah. up to. Because, I mean, granted, some military equipment, a lot of military equipment, is slow and fucking, and it's heavy, and, or or it's fucking, it, it's um, what's the word I'm outdated. At? And um, or yeah, it's outdated is the biggest thing. But like, it works for what it's what they <laughs> want it to do. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I I will. I mean, they're getting a little bit better, it seems like. I mean, I know now they're updating their sidearm. They're updating. Apparently, now they're talking about up, updating their um, rifle Yeah. now. Um, and it's also, even get- if they're just now updating all this stuff, what the fuck has all this money been going to? Bombs. Okay, so I actually... So <laughs> Moabs. Someone, someone actually... <laughs> I had a Facebook conversation today because someone commented about gun control. Conveniently, I actually wanted to talk about this. Oh, perfect. Boom. Um, See, that's how this works. We just send it. We had a conversation um, (laughs) because he he posted something about about 38,000 deaths from, from guns or whatever it was. And... They were commenting, and I wasn't going to say anything until someone said some. Someone was saying something about the military, and they were talking about how, you know, I don't know why you would want to have an AR and think that that was enough to stand against the military. And I was like, okay, first and foremost, I said <laughs> half. I would probably venture to say it's far fucking less than that. That half, if not less, is even truly combat experienced. Like, has actually cleared rooms or actually been in, like, at least one firefight. Like, maybe half of the military. Maybe. And I wouldn't even say that. Yeah, I wouldn't even say half now. Yeah. Especially now, yeah. Now, like, veteran-wise, that might be a little different. But especially now, maybe half. And then you want to talk about who's actually combat trained? Like, who actually even cleared a glass house? Who actually went to a live fire? Less than that half. That, less, way less than half. I was like, you got to remember, dog, not even the majority of the military is even combat ready. Like combat trained, like truly, truly combat trained. And <laughs> Bradley's like, just like, what like, the fuck? I was like, the money that you're talking about, like where <laughs> that money goes, 
that goes to training people in their specific jobs. That goes to train. That goes to planes and equipment. Not necessarily for each soldier, but for a lot of that money. I'm not gonna lie. It goes to special operations because I mean, those are the guys that go out and do all the fucking cool shit. They're doing all the badass shit. They're doing you know, taking down oil rigs like we talked about in the first episode or whatever second episode it was. Um, I don't even know what episode we're on, so. Yeah. Um, But anyways, a lot of money goes to them so that they can get better equipment, which, I mean, makes sense because they're, I mean, you know, those guys are doing the more crazier shit. They're they're in the more adverse conditions. So, I mean, that part of it makes sense. But some of the money goes to play, uh, I mean, they they have some pretty nice offices. Uh, (laughs) I will say that. Uh, I'm not... I'm not saying it's, you know, you know, corner office, you know, glass ceilings or anything like that, but but the money the money goes it it, it certainly doesn't go to train every soldier in combat, that's for sure. But I'll I'll just say that. Um and then I was I was also like, man, if you even served a little bit or even just paid attention in history class, you would know that smaller groups of people have been taken down larger militaries since the beginning of time. I was like, our own military got beat by basically people with rifles in Vietnam. <laughs> like they, We I mean, won they had, Vietnam. Um, I mean, it's debatable. <laughs> it's debatable. But, and it's nothing against the people who fought in Vietnam. I mean, they fought a cra- That was a much different war. Yeah. Um, yeah they both had really good personalities. Yeah, well, they, they, they had the advantage of being at home. Um, yeah, they knew what they were. They knew where they were, and they knew. And and that's exactly it. The, who, whose home is this? Yeah, the yeah the soldiers live here, but I mean, you know your backwoods ass back roads better than anybody. Like, like you all, you got to remember that man. The people have more power than anybody thinks. If you don't believe me, ask Wall Street about GME. <laughs> that, that shit that the only reason that shit didn't didn't do what it was supposed to do was because they fucked it up did you by, did, by literally stopping us from buying the buying the stock did you invest uh no not not then i did later on i have some still yeah but i mean to the moon I mean, yeah i mean it's probably I'll probably never do that i mean the biggest the biggest cash out was definitely i'm sure when it Took off. Well, I forgot what it got up, man. It was up to like four hundred, I think, at some point. Jesus. Yeah, it got it got high, but I mean, the the plain and simple fact is, there are an equal amount of people who are willing to hold that fucking GME until the day they die. Yeah. As there are people who are waiting for it to skyrocket up again, just to sell it again to make a you know make their money to the moon. You know, my my thing is though about what, but back to what you were saying on that. Is I get that not you know most military isn't trained to to fight anymore. And the other ones that are are western size, but hey, fuck you. I I I uh you know again that AR ain't doing nothing against tanks. And, like, <laughs> so, okay, yes, all right. Like, there, there is that. You're 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 right. You're right. And there's something on that too. People have to operate that equipment. Now, yeah. the only the only other thing is you do have drones. But again, someone has to operate that drone in a control room. You know what you don't have to operate though? IEDs. You don't have to operate IEDs. You don't have to operate an IED. But 
But yeah, I mean, so like, so like, yeah, you're right. Like, they do have the planes, they do have the tanks. Like, yes, they have all that stuff. Um, as as the, and then we'll call it we'll call it even. Do what? Yeah, so I mean, I mean, you you have people that have to control those tanks. You have people that have to you have to put a soldier in there that's willing to line it up and cruise down the streets and do whatever they're supposed to do. That's I why mean, we should have voted for Mama Joe. She would have given yeah, us tanks. Mama Joe, dog. She would have given us tanks. <laughs> she would have given us tanks. Hey, I, they, they, she, man, the Libertarian Party, man, I love it, man. They, they've got, they've got some wild views, dude. But yeah, I mean, but I mean, not, not to, not to get political, but I mean, it's just yeah, I'm not allowed to. It's uh, a, <laughs> it, it was an interesting talk, and and it, it was just interesting because. They were talking about none. Of, none of the people that were talking about the military or guns had either. Uh, there were a couple of people that I believe had some firearm um, experience, but then the people who were talking about the military, nobody had military experience. Nobody that was talking about the military had military experience. I was like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I'm not saying that the military isn't tied to the government. Uh, obviously, they are. But, like, each individual soldier has no tie to the government. They have a tie to the guy next to them who has a tie to the guy next to him who has a tie to the platoon. And, and I mean, it goes up from there, sure. But at the end of the day, they're just looking out for the guy next to them. And, I mean, at the end of the day, if something were to happen, I don't know. I mean, it, it comes down to each individual guy. What are they going to decide to do? Dude, all I know is if there's ever a war on our soil... There's enough backwoods country ass folk <laughs> that would be fighting hand in hand with the military. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And then you that have is definitely true. But the thing uh, is, though, you have those dudes that are all like, "Oh, I would have joined the army, but I would have punched a drill sergeant in the face." That would just be sitting crying in the room because they wouldn't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know. There's um there's a video somewhere you can find that um it actually talks about like what would happen if I mean obviously it's all hypothetical but it talks about like if someone were to invade America like what would it be like and it was talking about like how many like people <laughs> own guns like how many guns per capita and I was like oh my god how many yee yee motherfuckers <laughs> would be out there with us uh, <laughs> that's the worst part is everybody would love it like like a portion of America that is like hoping we get invaded one day, just so they can, just so they can just whip them all out, yeah. Te- Texas, and to the right, and I'll say about, like, Virginia down. So, like, th- that little, yeah, that little square. Yeah, so, like, the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much. I mean, you can't yeah, tell me there's... Red Dawn was a fantasy movie. Do what? Red Dawn was like fantasy <laughs> Oh yeah, I know. Like, like the thought of us getting invaded is is kind of. I mean, it it's not it's not out of the realm of possibilities, but no. it's, man, it's highly unlikely. It, because I mean, nobody's that dumb. Like, they know like if they show up here, not only is there a whole ass military, but there's a whole ass civilian population too. Yeah, and, and just think about the, the veterans in the world. Like, just think about the veterans that would fucking do yeah. something. Like, yeah, especially especially in these last probably ten years, you've had more dudes probably do four year contracts and get out than ever before. I yeah, would say. I I'd venture to say only because you've had a lot of dudes that were probably like, oh, I want to go to the war, 
and I mean like myself, yeah. and then <laughs> got in way too late and yeah, never what? went. You know whatever. Yeah. No. Y'all are like, like everyone <laughs> told me like, hey, yeah, so get get deployed. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that probably does not make sense. I was like, what? It, it honestly, man, if you're on the outside looking into the military, and oh, it doesn't seem fun. You're right. Well, no, not even that. You see how many military guys are like I want to fucking get deployed. Let's go. I can't fucking wait. Blah blah. And dudes looking in are like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you want to go to war? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and and don't get me wrong. Like, you do have that aspect of like people who have yeah. been there are like, look, you don't want to go. And, like, those people will tell you that. And there's, they're absolutely right. Like, at the end of the day, it kind of depends on each person. Like, yeah. some people can go in and do, like, I mean, I've read stories. I've heard stories of people that have gone and done absolute crazy shit for 30 plus, 20 plus, 40 plus years. And they come back and just retire. Just smoke pot and drink beer all day. So and you. And then they got no issues. <laughs> but there are some people who just... It fucks with them for whatever reason. It just it changes depending on person, and you know. So I mean, everybody knows that. Like everybody knows that going in, but it's something you keep in the back of your mind. But I mean, at the end of the day, everybody. I mean, that's why you join. I mean, that's why I'm not saying that's why everybody. It's what you're trained to do. It's your job. Yeah, I was young for college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, and a lot of people do that, especially yeah. now. A lot of people do that, um, and that's smart too. That's absolutely a smart thing. But I don't recommend going eleven bang bang for it. Um, <laughs> Which you do, see, you do see that a lot. We had a lot of yeah. guys in in my basic. You know, for those I don't know, basic is you know your specific job. You know, you go through with dudes that is your specific job, and a, a couple guys in there like, yeah, I'm just in here for college. I'm like, then why would you go infantry? No, not not basic. You said basic. Okay, well basic. Uh, Basic. All right, so AIT and it's basic for me. I was with a bunch of different people. Yeah, they just weren't. So for infantry, you bangs. for infantry, you're, you're all in there with infantry, like because you don't leave, yeah. you don't go to AIT, you you stay in one one location. You know, one I side was, unit I was training. Sixty eight whiskey. So I went to Fort Sill with. I mean, there I there was artillery. Yeah, all kinds. So of all right, so yeah, let me rephrase that. When you go infantry, you're there with just infantry guys, and there's a lot of guys in there that are like, yeah. I'm in here just to pay for college. I'm like, then why Why would you go infantry? Why would you want to, you know, put your life, you know, you're on the front line when you're infantry. Why would you want to do that just to go to school? And they're like, I don't know, it's just what I did. I'm like, bro, I swear to God. I was like, if I deploy with you and this is all you want to do is just go to college, like, just fucking just go lay down. Like. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, but see, that goes back to the recruiter because I have a feeling like, that guy was like, yeah, you know, I just want to get in, kind of get my GI Bill, you know, get on out. And yeah. He was just like, oh, well, there's 11 Bravo slots open. Yeah, infantry. I mean, yeah, because recruiters have, like, certain slots they have to fill for each job. Like, mm-hmm. He knew that was an 11 bang bang slot. He could just fill right up. Yep. Easily. I mean, shit, I want to like be a recruiter, bro. I feel like, do you have to be in the military to be a recruiter? Yeah, it's a, it's. So when you become a E six, you either get picked up on to be a recruiter or a drill. So you get one of the two options. Aren't they just like salespeople? Like pretty much, pretty much. Bro, I could totally convince a bunch of kids to throw away their lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it really, it really is. Hey, look, let me tell you. I had a fucking marine recruiter come up to me one day. No shit. I even think he brought me Taco Bell. I could be wrong. Ooh, hell yeah. But he came in, 
sits down. Now I've been in contact with him because I was I was thinking about joining the Marines at the time. This was before I actually ended up signing with the Army, and. He comes in and sits down, and he's got his little dress blues on and shit. Hey. Because they, they, they wear the the half dress where it's just like the t-shirt, or not the t-shirt, yeah. but the, the short collared shirt and then like the blue pants. All right. A uh, little sidebar, and, Marines have the best dress uniforms out of oh, any yeah, service. Yeah. I, For sure. I, I, well, I don't know, dude. The Army's greens are pretty nice. The green, but dude, the Marine ones are fucking... The Marine ones are pretty Those are the best and ones. And the thing about the Marine ones is, like, they've been around. They, they, yeah, they haven't have, changed. It, they've, they've kept it the same yeah. pretty much the whole time. Legendary. Yeah. I you know, just um, keep going. <laughs> you know, no matter how many crowns you eat, that uniform's still badass. Right. Um, But, um, but yeah, I mean, what was I saying? Taco oh, Bell, Marine Recruiter. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Taco Bell and a Marine recruiter. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Marine <laughs> recruiter. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay, he comes in and sits down, and we're sitting there talking, and I'm with, like, a couple of my friends, too, and I'm almost positive that's why he said this, because I was already thinking about joining the Marines. He said, um, he was like, yeah, man, you need to just go ahead and sign up, and, and uh, he was like, because he was like, dude, he was like, once you get this uniform, dude, you get so much fucking pussy. I was like, did he really just try to fucking sell me on that? Like, I, I get it. Like, dude, I'm 16, or I'm, I'm 17, 18, whatever it was, but I'm not dumb. Like, I get that you're just trying to sell me this shit. Bruh. Uh, that's my, what it's like. Me and my wife had this discussion the other day. If you're military, like, most chicks don't care because you're going to go where everybody else is military. Well, and the other thing right. they don't tell you is that you're going to a base surrounded by military men. Who the fuck do you think they're going out to fuck yeah. or hang out with all the time? Yeah. The same chicks that are all around the base. Like, I mean, of course you got new people moving in, but, I mean, they know. Like, they know when they get there. Yeah. I mean, so. you, you have your, your ones and twos that are like, oh, my God, you're in the military. But then you get most of the ones are just like. But okay, most cool. Of those just, are like that because they're trying to get into the military too, just through legally married. Get that BAH and tracker. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I again, it's like it's like the OnlyFans thing. You can't, you can't hate them. <laughs> can't hate them. I had a recruiter one time. I don't remember what what branch she was, but I was in high school. I did pretty well in the ASVAB because I think I had to take it at Glenwood. Yeah, every, you have to, everyone has to take it in high school. I don't understand that. I didn't. Yeah. I got the choice. Really. Uh, they might have given me a choice, but I'd still get it either way. And I was exactly that shit. Well. And I remember they were all calling me, and one one recruiter called me and was like, "Hey man," he was like, "I heard you are a pretty big guy." He was like, uh, <laughs> "He said he said uh, my name is uh, Mr. Bacon or Commander Bacon or whatever." Was <laughs> he was like Bacon. He was like, "You should be able to remember that, right?" And he was like, "Give me a call whenever you're ready to join." Jesus. <laughs> Hell yeah. You should be able to remember that. Oh my god. Jesus like, Christ. You know, bro. You, you got my interest. I yeah. still that shit. So. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Commander He's Bacon. He's not wrong. Jesus oh, Christ, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, uh, so, I don't know if you, Wes, have you seen these videos of these JRTC kids? The ROTR. Yeah, J. Is it JROTC? Yeah, JROTC. The high school ones? Yeah. Yeah, they're coming. Like so, it I it it was it started with one kid, and then another guy came out and like he was already doing videos, like making funny videos and shit. 
and then he made another video making fun of this kid talking about JRTC, and he was talking about all the shit he's seen. And, oh, uh, Jesus and he, Christ. like, starts smacking his head and shit. He's like, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> My favorite video is the kids like you're me- you're 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 messing with the future U.S. Army soldier. Oh yeah, I think that was the dude that, that he was. Well, he's he's in the military now. Oh, really? he, he enlisted. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. You know, you know who else enlisted that I didn't know that so recently because he just passed away. Um, what? Ricky, oh, jump on you like a spider monkey. Yeah, the jump on you like spider monkey from Ricky Bobby. He enlisted. He enlisted. He was at, he was at Campbell. And what happened? Hey, I think he took his own life, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, because of the military. I don't. I don't know if it's because of the military, but yeah, he he was at Campbell. Jesus. We Christ. can go get a uh, Ouija board and bring him home. Yeah, let's not do that. No, Bradley. <laughs> Morgan's yelling no from the kitchen. <laughs> too soon for that joke? Nah. Nah, but no. I mean, he, it, he played in Step Brothers. No, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, that's what I say. He played the Step Brothers. Oh wait, our Nice, Night. Jesus Christ! <laughs> someone, someone got me stuck on on Ricky Bob and on Ricky Bobby, like fucking Step Brothers, because someone posted about night vision goggles and someone said they're not that noticeable on your face. <laughs> Imagine if we had these when we were eight. Better, we got them when we were forty. Forty, <laughs> yeah, dog. Oh man, bro, what what? Was it the second episode we quoted what Mean Girls and Miss Congeniality in one episode? Now, <laughs> oh, yeah. now we got fucking Talladega Night or uh, Step Brothers. Tal- like, <laughs> yeah, Talladega Night. Well, Talladega Nights and Step Brothers, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. Spider. Yeah. Yeah, Spider Monkey. <laughs> Man, uh, recruiters are a different breed, dude. That's why I want to be a jewel sergeant instead of a recruiter. You know, you know, old Brandon went to do recruiting. That's what he's doing now. Jesus, poor guy. Yeah, I, it's a, I mean, I got to tell you, though, he tell he, the way he puts it, it seems like a pretty nice job, man. Nice Bro, he's gotten massive. Oh, yeah, he's jacked. Fucking gotten huge. Yeah. He sends me Snapchats all the time, and he's just fucking just swollen up. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> just goes to high school, works out. It's just like, you know the military has the best steroids, right? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, hop on. <laughs> dude, I wish. So, my old platoon sergeant was a recruiter. And he told us stories about how, like, high schoolers would, like, text his phone, like, his government phone, because he gives them, like, a, a business card or whatever, and would text him, like, hey, I want to fuck. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Did I think that's really going to happen? Bro, and he, he, he says, he said that as soon as it would happen, he would, like, go to his, like, station command and be like, hey, look, like, this chick's, like, I'm not, like, no. Like, yeah, bro, <laughs> smart move. Yeah. Smart move. <laughs> Holy but, God. bro. Jeez. I, I couldn't imagine being a recruiter and just, like, yeah, come to the army. It's the best thing ever. Like, I'd rather be a drill sergeant and just ruin your fucking life. Yeah, as you're coming that- in. <laughs> You've already made the decision. It's too late for you. Who? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, there's no, there's no, I mean, you can back out now, but. But you're here now. Yeah, I, you're I mine. want you to get out. I want you to either get out or be bad enough to stay in. Yeah, my goal is for you to get out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want a graduating class of zero. Well, you know, they did take away the shark attack now. So. Yeah, I know. It's fucking dumb. But because I was able to um, luckily... Um, yeah, Alex, wit- 
Huh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah tell them what the shark attack is because it's more prominent from where you're from. So shark attack is pretty much your initial welcome to basic training where they just ruin you down and dick you down and... Scream at you. Pretty much turn you into a fucking little-ass child. By yelling at you? Yelling at you. Oh, they do all Physical this. activity. Dude, just um, fucking just belittling so you like a motherfucker. I'll tell you one of the things they did with that was like... God, it's fucking worse. Was uniform drills. Yep. And it would be like... Um, be like, go change into PTs, you got two minutes. And then be like, go change into ACUs, you got three minutes. Go change into full dress blues, you got three minutes. And then they'd be like, go put on your combat boots, white PT socks, your dress blue pants, um, your ACU combat shirt, <laughs> your PT jacket, and put your PT belt wrapped twice around your head or some stupid shit. Yeah. Uh, you've got two minutes. And if you don't like, do that, and they give you no time to just put this insane looking uniform together that you first off. They tell you when you're downstairs, they tell the whole squad, they tell the whole battery or whatever you're in one time and everybody has to remember it and go back upstairs, get dressed and come back down. Yeah. Or they nobody just, ever comes dressed right. Yeah. Or they just destroy you. But, um, yeah, no, I was, I was lucky enough to witness a, um, a shark attack on the other side of it. Like I know Joe started down at Benning and while I was down there, he's like, Hey, you want to come, you know? watch it. I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Fuck it. So, and I, at the end of my deal, I was like, what was that? He's like, yeah, it's like our new shark attack. He's like, but once we're in the base, it's Oh, nobody's getting seen. Yep. And he... Yeah, you need to cut that part. You need to cut that. Just remember that. No, once they're in the bay, they, you know, get their roster number and they they get their belts. They start handing out cookies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Okay, now I see what you're saying. They okay. Yeah, you didn't let me. It fi- gets better when you get into. Yeah, the you didn't let me finish. Like, come on. Oh, uh, my bad. My bad. I thought I just thought you were going somewhere. I just didn't want to, you know. No. Get, no. Didn't want to expose nothing. Yeah. No. Join the army. It's the greatest thing you'll ever do. Well, I guess we did just expose the cookie factor. So if you're going to join, just know as soon as you get in them bays, you dog, get cookies. Play full of cookies. And you even get to choose. They get like oatmeal raisin, chocolate chip, white chocolate macadamia. Oh, like fuck you, out you of here with your... that oatmeal raisin shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get your choice. You get your choice. Yeah. So like, can a can a drill sergeant or what, whoever runs basic training, because uh, I don't know the names of these people, do or titles? Do they do they? Uh, can can they be like? You suck. Go home. No. Or like, you have to. So, but. So, well, if, you, if you fail everything, if you're not doing, you can't do no push-ups, you can't run, you know what I mean? Can, can I just be like, yo, you, stop wasting my tax you used to be able. You used to be able to, but now we had a kid that didn't pass a single PT test in basic training and still was able to graduate. Well, then why do I need to lose down to 200 pounds to join the military? Because you can't fit in a fucking plane. Wait, yeah, uh, but I got too tall anyway. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me get this straight. The guy trying to get into the military couldn't pass the physical fitness tests that the military requires, and he's still in the military. No, he got chaptered out for not passing PT oh, tests. Oh, okay. Wow, big fucking Yeah, But no. be fucking surprised. But no, but... If say you do end up sucking in base, the drill sergeants cannot be like, "Hey, no, you suck." But once you get to your unit, there's a thing called failure to adapt. Yeah. And if you do not adapt to 
the military, you can be chaptered out. Uh, and that's that's as subjective as yep. it sounds. Oh, wow. Yeah, which, I mean, but the fact that it is subjective is kind of beneficial because... It's hard. I'd say I'd say that is hardly ever abused as a way to get people out, um, in, at least in a way where they're getting good soldiers out. Like, yeah. Is it often used to get maybe people who just need a little extra help out? Sometimes maybe, but oftentimes it's it's used to get people who just are not. They just don't like like for me my first year like I was very oh, I wasn't very close to getting out because of that, but. I had gotten a couple write-ups for failure to adapt because I, I was having trouble to adapt. Yeah. Um, my ADHD was fucking with me big time. Um, oh, was it an and, honorable discharge or? No. Uh, I think it's failure other. to adapt? Is it other than, I think it's other than honorable. Yeah. Yeah, so you have honorable, other than honorable, and then dishonorable. Okay. Those two are over here. You don't want to dishonorable. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be that. It's, it's real bad. Yeah. Other than honorable, most people don't even... Never heard of employers. And, well, and, and other than honorable, you still have your like benefits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. not an honorable way out. Yeah. Usually, though, people will ask you to explain why, and I mean, as long as it's not like a crazy thing. Yeah. You know, those people don't. Yeah, I couldn't stop eating tacos. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, like stupid shit like that. Yeah. Um, the the recruiter I mean, kept also, bringing me Taco Bell. But also, like, you could have. Um, I can't remember. I know we talked about them on the show last time, but Cocaine Cowboys, I think, got... I think a couple of them got other than honorable, yeah. right? I mean, these dudes were straight selling cocaine out of the military, and they got other than honorable, so I mean... Well, well they were like, CIA was doing that, you know... You know. Yeah, well, exactly, you know, we're just falling in the footsteps. They, they, thought they, they thought they were a group. Yeah. Who was it, fifth group? Fifth group that got caught, like, smuggling in cocaine? Oh what? Where are they? Oh yeah yeah yeah. It was either fifth yeah, or seventh. I, I don't I don't know if it was fifth group, but I do remember hearing about yeah. that. Yeah. It was either fifth or seventh. They got caught smuggling cocaine in. <laughs> hey bro, we why? Hey, we're some of them motherfuckers still thug as fuck, bro. Bro, no more. Dude, speaking of cocaine, how about that fucking Cubs minor league player that had like seventeen pounds of meth? What? Yeah. Who played? A Cubs shit. minor league player a couple weeks ago got arrested for 17 pounds of meth. He said, we don't make money until we hit the major leagues. Yeah, he said... 17 pounds. He said, bro, I didn't he know... He was trying to do meth until he got <laughs> to the major leagues. He said, I didn't know it was meth. I thought it was suit, shoes. Someone just gave me a bag. It was like, here. Like, nah, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> Bullshit. Yes. I was like, no way anybody bought that story. 17 fucking pounds of meth, dude. Like... <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that's... needless to say, he's no longer in the Cubs um, farm system. Yeah, <laughs> I have to say so. You ever seen anything like that, drug wise? Who me? No. Uh, uh. Um. Damn, I just I just forgot your name, dude. Sorry. Bradley. Bradley, yeah. Sorry. Bro, this is the biggest yeah. pothead I know. Of course, you've seen shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel you there, dog. I smoke a little fever. Yeah, that's what I've been doing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, man, I don't do math. I've never seen that. <laughs> You're too uh, fat no, to do no, math. Yeah, I didn't. I did
like, because I, I, the only, my only experience with hardcore drugs was literally the cocaine cowboys. <laughs> and yeah. that was as close as I've ever gotten to fucking hardcore drugs. I mean, I've been around cocaine before. I mean, I have friends from Atlanta, but I, uh, you know, I've never done cocaine. I've done acid. I've done, I've done shrooms, but, uh, but I mean, that's all I'm going to do. I think, I think like all those other drugs are a little much. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't need to do ecstasy. I, uh, that's, that's too tiring for me. Uh, <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to do coke, uh, just because, you know, it's too hyper. <laughs> I'm not me. trying to do anything that gets me going, man. Like, right? I, yeah, I weed, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to chill. <laughs> Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Old, old Wes over there. Sorry, right. you can sip your little drinky drink too. I drank it's... it all. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Sorry, man. I think I the military allowed to smoke weed as long as you're not oh. on deployment. Bro, 100%. 100%. You know how many pot, well, you know how many pot fields I walked through on deployment? How many what, pot fields? Oh, I know. Probably. Bruh. Is, I can't wait. Deployment is probably not the only place I would keep it from. Um, there are definitely certain times you don't want to be fucking high. I think NC, NC, NCO should be able to do weed. What the fuck? Hell <laughs> no. Hey, dog. I'm still. I. I mean, if I was in, I'm still not an NCO. Guy. You would. You would be by now. Then if I if I'm going from if I'm if I have my six, you you would have your five by now. Oh, don't get crazy with it now. But no, I I think every NCO should legit be able to do just a bump of coke, just to, you know, <laughs> oh. hype yourself up real quick. Like, all right, let's go. Like, <laughs> yeah, just a quick. Fire Special Forces should be able to do as much coke as they want. They tried. <laughs> I was going to say, I think guys have tried. <laughs> they tried uh, smuggling that shit in. No, yeah. I mean, but there, there's like, like there's definitely, there would definitely be a huge benefit. Yes and no. Allowing, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, assuming that you could keep it controlled well, like in the instance where, you know, you can't be, um, the, the problem with it is, is it's not like alcohol for one, where if it's in your blood system, it's there. If it's not, it's not, yeah. you know, for, for weed, you run into that issue of right now, currently as it is, we don't have a way to test, you know, okay, how recently did this person ingest it? Or not if we that- ever got to that point, I really don't understand why we wouldn't accept it in, in all so- aspects of life. Another issue, though, with it's more than just how recently did this person do it because, you know, people people react to highs differently. People say high yeah. longer. You know, I I personally am three hundred pounds and I've smoked weed for a while, dude. I it takes a lot for me to get high, and I don't stay high very long just because I just don't. My tolerance is too high. Yep. So I mean, I could have smoked thirty minutes ago and be fine. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. I mean. I mean, I smoke right before every podcast, and <laughs> I'm, I'm easily good to go by 9.30. Yeah, and uh, another thing is too with that is with alcohol, you, you can kind of tell when you, you've had too much. Yeah. With weed, you don't know. as You can't scientifically say, oh, and, I've had too and much. And there isn't technically too much. Yeah. There is just... 
Hi. There, I mean, well, I mean, there is technically there is a limit at some point. Yeah. There, they do say that there is a limit at some point. But how much is how much oh, is too a, much weed? That's the thing. Like twice your body weight or something. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> it's something crazy astronomical. <laughs> before you get there. Yeah, oh yeah, no, but I'm like that's but, the thing with but, the military. Like, yeah. like yeah. People that have been in the military in a while and are your functioning alcoholics know how much they can drink and be good for the next day. Yep. Well, how much can someone smoke and be good for the next day or be good for, you know, whatever they're doing? Oh, uh, I, I mean, can smoke a lot. I can okay, smoke but, a lot. Okay, but you have some 18-year-old that's like, "Oh, I can smoke weed." And well, then you revoke the privilege from it. I mean, you're a grown ass man. I'm gonna let you do things that you that, that you can do. I mean, I'm sure it's the same with alcohol or, or, or other things in the military. I'm sure there are things that that you have freedoms that you can do. But if you fuck those freedoms up, they kind of get restricted for a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, so I mean, so yeah, you're right. But here, like, so what he's saying is, so like, let's say we're going on a little, you know, little two night mission where we're just going out to some field on Fort Bragg and camping for basically camping. For a couple yeah. nights, we're going to run a couple live fires, whatever. So we got to go out to, uh, was it Devil's Field? We got to go out to Devil's Field, which is just an open field. Yeah. And we do what's called Manifest, which is where everybody lines up and you figure out what plane you're going to be on, what seat sort of you're going to be in. Um, and then they kind of tell you, they walk, they figure out who you are, you write down your name and all this other shit. So... They actually do that technically the other day before, but but when you come in that day to do manifest for the actual op, it's really just more or less like recording your name, making sure you're there, and then getting your equipment ready and heading out. Yeah. But in that time frame, that's when you might go, you smell like alcohol, but you like, have you been drinking? And then that's when you would figure out the guy's been drinking, and you said, Mom, same thing with wheat. You would go, you smell like pot, but with pot, I mean, you could smell like pot an hour after. You yeah. could smell like pot two hours after. Well, see, now that's the other thing, too, though. Pot doesn't really cling to stuff really easily. So, like, after a couple hours, as long as you're not sitting in the smoke. You're good. Yeah, you, you actually yeah, but you could have eaten the brownie. Yeah, but now, see, yeah, that's where you get, in, you get into other ways to ingest pot. And, I mean, hell, if you... But, see, like me, like, I've eaten probably six or seven different edibles, and I've eaten... You know, like even the gummies where it was like, uh, just eat like one or two. I've eaten like one or two and then I ate the other six like an hour later and I mean edibles just don't affect me for whatever reason. I've had one edible ever affect me and that's it. I'm so happy to hear that from somebody else, man. I throw that. I do not know what it is. And like I've had them like straight from the dispensary. I've had homemade. I've had all kind of and I mean, they just don't do anything. Bro, you know, they don't do it. that time me and Morgan came up and saw you and Jenna. And you had like, I don't even know how many edibles you had that day before we went out to eat. Oh, yeah. Bro, you just kept fucking just popping. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they do it. They do it. So, like, I don't know if you know, Wes, like how like an edible works differently than nah. smoke. But like, essentially, like, I mean, it, it all, they all work the same yeah. as far as like the high, but like. When you ingest it, it obviously takes a while for your body to break it down. So then your body breaks it down. But I don't know the chemical reason why, but basically it lasts for fucking ever because it's constantly going as opposed to you kind of because when you smoke it, you inhale it. Gets into your lungs, you know, the blood goes pumping, blood system, yeah. pumping out. Yeah, and then that's kind of the end of it for that puff. For the food, it keeps pumping like for hours. Ah. So like you're high, you have to break it down. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, yeah. I guess that's really what it is. Yeah, it's breaking it down. So, I mean, you're high for you're high for four hours. Some people are high. I mean, depending on what it is, depending on who they are. I mean, some people get high for hours on end. Like Jesus Christ! Crazy shit. So jealous. It's not fair. Bro. I know. Fuck. I know. So when I first got out, like, obviously that was like, I was very stoked about smoking weed because for one, I liked doing it when I was in high school and for two, it is a great pain treatment for everybody who's listening to this right now and is t- all these guys smoking for fun. Like, no dude, I'm, let me tell you right now. Real quick, I woke up in the um, morning one time, it was like 7 or 8 a.m., and I have bad, I, I used to have really bad back problems, they're not as bad, but really bad lower back problems, and one day I just woke up and they were spazzing like crazy, like fucking bad. I So I laid down in our little recliner seat, I laid there for like 10 minutes, and I told my wife, I was like, yo, roll me a joint, because I need something, and she rolled me up a little joint, 15 minutes later, I was up, walking Bro, it's a great shit. medicine. Yeah, so... So it is a great medicine. Not even just for pain, for anything, really. Anxiety, PTSD, like, yeah. Mental stuff it's great for, yeah. And I will say this. um, I don't don't know, you know, most people don't live in a legal state, unfortunately, but uh, I don't know if anybody's heard of uh, what's called Delta 8. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been smoking Delta 8 for a while. Uh, You know, it's it's not as intense as Delta 9 as, like, the the, the illegal stuff, but it's a a nice hit. I mean, it's, it's comfortable. And, uh, you know, as far as the anxiety, the, the pain and things like that go, I think it's, it may almost be better for it than yeah. the Delta 9 just because it doesn't have such an intense, uh, you know, mind change. Mind, yeah, mind yeah. They actually just legalized weed up here in New York. Right. You know, it's yeah. funny, a podcast guy, he was talking about it. He said, uh, you know, the they, they need to... Uh, to to free every drug dealer in New York because those drug dealers needed money they couldn't find it they couldn't find money so they started to sell drugs in order to get that money and the state of New York is broke they need money they cannot find that money so they're now selling drugs in order to get that money uh, yeah uh, I mean it's the damn. system <laughs> yeah damn that's I, it I makes mean, sense. That's pretty funny, but yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I don't mean to laugh because I mean we're laughing about. I mean, we're not really laughing about the people in jail, but, <laughs> but I mean, because that 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 shit sucks. I mean, it is fucking bullshit. Nobody should be in jail for weed. No. Well, well, I mean, I think people who are carrying around pounds and pounds of weed. I mean, that's that's a little bit excessive. I mean, unless like yeah, take it places. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to take all the vaccines, any vaccine, whatever, not to, you know, all at once. I can't just take four. <laughs> yeah. I think that's how bad gas is expensive. <laughs> Bro, yeah. Th- thanks a lot, Biden. No, I'm just kidding. I can't say that. I love my president. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll end it on that note. Um, Bradley, thanks for joining <laughs> us. about weed and Biden. I love it. Bradley, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Guys, if y'all listen to this and y'all ever need anyone to reach out to, my messages are always open. John's messages are always open. I'm sure Bradley would love to talk to y'all. We are always here. Yeah, hold up real quick. I'm going to find the National Suicide Hotline right now, too. Do it. While we're talking about it. But yeah, no. Because nothing you're going through is ever bad enough to take your life. We are always here if you need someone to talk to. And we got, you got to pull it up. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 800-273-8255. We're going to we're going to we're going to we're going to put this little message in every time at the end of every podcast. Uh, we talked about it last time because we both have been um, affected by it in some sort of way, whether directly or indirectly. So, um, and, and, and it's a major problem in the veteran community. It's a major problem in the active duty community. And it's a major problem in the civilian community. Yeah. So, um, and it's something that can be stopped. It's at least one thing we can help stop. So, so yeah. For John Gresham and Bradley Exum, I'm Les Medeiros. <laughs> Later. <laughs>